0: Welcome to the Fox Sports Supercar Podcast. We're joined today by Will Dale from Foxsports.com.au. Hello, hello. Lewis Isaacs from Supercars.com. Greetings. And Aubrey's 12th best export that's not doesn't have a last name of Jones, <laughs> David Reynolds. <laughs> Morning. So boys, what's your weekend? What was your weekend highlight? What stood out from the weekend? Will?
1: Um, gotta be, I reckon, Simona Silvestro's performance in qualifying for race
2: seven. Right? on the Saturday, she was like thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, 13th or 14th. 13th.
1: One of those. It was on it's, row seven, yeah. Yeah, that's really
2: good. Yeah, it was very impressive. And I was su- so I surprised. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, of course. It's Anytime you get in the category and you qualify in the top sort of half, being, you know, she's probably never been to that track before. The car's are very hard to drive. Obviously, those cars weren't performing that well because, you know, Rick Rick could manage what was his best. Yeah, well, he was right behind Simone in oh, yeah, the out, first Out-qualified Moff. Out, oh, sorry, out-qualified Caruso. Out-qualified uh, Todd, I think. Oh, no, out-qualified Rick. Mm. She's done a fantastic job, especially when
1: you know Barber Gal is such a short lap. So the difference between P one and P nowhere is only a couple of tenths. Mm. Like, yeah, She's very done impressive. Really well.
0: All right, Lewis, what was your weekend highlight?
3: Uh, I thought it was pretty great to see Scott finally convert that pace he's shown all year into um, a couple of wins. That's a pretty ominous sign, I think. And for not a, stuffing up.
2: Yeah, you We know. gave
3: it a fair go at the start. Well, he's got that. <laughs> he's got that out of his system now. I think. You know, we saw it at Adelaide with the safety
1: car and. But yeah, they still not? did stuff stuff up though. They called him. Th- he thought they called him in, and it just happened to be a genius play that it, uh, it timed really well. Was that a genius play or was that a
2: plan stuff up? We just call that Ooh. Ludo magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Let's let's get ahead of let's let's jump undercut him. I reckon that was it. Yeah, it's just
3: a PR battle. But yeah, I thought it was great that he got his wins. Um, and he will go to Winton, which he's you know pretty decent at now, and it's the, the right kind of time for him, I think. So that was. Uh, it's good for the championship to see him up there and you know kind of joining Shane and
2: Fabian and, and Jamie and Dave Reynolds
3: naturally
0: of course <laughs> well speaking about uh, Dave Reynolds Dave what was your weekend highlight
2: my weekend highlight oh it's not a good one it's probably not paying attention in qualifying and stuff and over my teammate yeah I'm pretty actually disappointed about that I'm not oh, yeah I'm actually really disappointed about that because it's just not not on no matter it doesn't matter if it's your own teammate or it's you know, someone you dislike in the sport—it's—it's it's just not on.
0: What was the what was the mood like back in the garage after that incident?
2: Um. Oh well, you know. Afterwards, I, I take responsibility for everything. But then, you know, they, we try and look at it in a in a sort of more you know whole whole sort of light. And where the drama was was they they put him back out of sync. So in a, in a short track, you can't go out of sync with the whole with the whole pack. Otherwise, you're going to have dramas exactly like what what I what we had. And yeah, that was that's it's it sucks. It just sucks. And that really hurt my race because we qualified 10th and we had to r- race race in 15th. And we just we just in a slower pack so you kind of you try and un- undercut people and then your tires wear out at the end. It was just it was just a hard day for us. And my car wasn't performing the best that day, so it was a lot better on the Saturday to be honest.
0: I was impressed by Craig Lowndes' drive on the Sunday only because they started 18. Had electrical issues. Had dramas coming out got of Got spun in pit lane. Yeah. <laughs> Delaminating tyres and still managed to crack eighth.
2: I oh know. How does that happen? Good. I don't know. Honestly, I have there's no idea.
3: Unbelievable. Even mm. though it was mostly, you know, almost two decades ago now. But mm. there's something about that track and Craig. I think last yeah. year you saw it too with that strategy as well. He, he pulled it off.
2: Yeah. It's He's got a couple of really good tracks set that he performs amazingly at. Like Tasmania, mm. that track. Baff is always really good. Where else is he good? Uh QR, with, with QR, is pretty yeah. solid. <laughs> QR is good. Yeah, he's got a couple of like awesome tracks that. Yeah, you can't you can't discount him from anything. Doesn't matter where he qualifies, always finishes up the front.
1: That's the thing, though. He also said that that three-stop strategy that they they used that in the same race last year to a pretty good effect. It was only just Frosty that managed to jag the win by conserving tires even better than Craig does. Yeah, yeah. And I guess because he was so far back repeatedly, and they had reasonably good rubber for the last couple of stints. They're able to get him into clear space, and if you've got good tires in clear space at Barber Gallo,
2: seems to be a pretty good it's, combo. It's, yeah, it's pretty easy to pass cars if you have got better tires. Even if it's two or three laps better, it's it's a lot easier to do it.
0: Mm. Well, Caruso did that strategy on the Saturday. Did the three stop strategy, and he sent him backwards.
2: On the Saturday, it was a shorter race. Yeah,
0: but yeah. I'm just saying, like it was. For some people it works, for some people it's... It,
2: it doesn't. Yeah. But the problem is these days, the category, like last year you could do it because we had another set of tyres, but this year you couldn't do it because we didn't have that extra set of tyres. So what you had to do was sort of make a set of tyres from the day before, and that's what Lance started on. Mm. We 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 wanted to do... I think we wanted to do that strategy, but we just didn't have the tyres to do it. Was there much of a difference this year with the new tyre there? Uh, <coughs> as as the far as like degradation goes, not yeah. really. It's about the same. It's always sort of that 0.12... 0. 0, 0. 0.08 if your car's really, really good, which is, you know, half a tenth is a lot, but yeah, mine was, uh, <laughs> wasn't was that good. <laughs> it was a lot better on the Saturday. I don't know. We we had a heap of understeer on the Saturday, and we tried to make it less understeery on the Sunday, and then I had more understeer. I don't know. This is the most funniest game I've ever been involved in. <laughs> I, s- I don't understand it. I could sort of predict the stock market better than my own car.
0: Mm. Is that because of the way it's set up, or is that? I mean, what's the? Well,
2: just, just there's so many I- there's so many factors and influence that go into a car setup. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking before about the the DJR Team Penske cars. Just we should just call them the DJR TP cars. It's just abbreviated, yeah. Agreed. Cool. Yep. So those cars, like last year, you never really thought of them as a factor, and this year, look at them. So. Just Miles in front of everyone and everything.
1: Their advantage in qualifying on the Saturday was ridiculous. Three like, tenths, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. And then they build up like a 10-second lead in the first stint, or something you like that, a half gap, a second quicker. Out,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: So
0: what's the factor there? I mean, Ludo went across this year. Scott's been there this year, but suddenly they've they're out of the box. They're miles ahead of everyone else. What what are well, we? Well, they
3: spanking triple the eight, which yeah. has been there for. Or the, at the forefront for a decade now, and all yeah. of a sudden, there's
2: one common denominator: Ludo. Is he?
0: But what I does think, he? What does he bring? I don't
2: know. I've never worked with him. Yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to know what he brings <laughs> to find out his secrets. But I don't know. I actually spoke to um, Fabian's engineer, and he goes, "He just brings back the passion, engineering passion. Everyone like he's all about the very, very minor like point one of a percent. Like you got to move this weight down here, and just to get it below the low, the center." Lo, uh, center of gravity lower just to make a just to make a tiny difference and if you do that across you know the whole car it obviously makes a difference and they they must have a cool like um, theory about how to make grip because you know, the cars they look good they look fast they look easy to drive and they've chosen they've everyone
0: well i think it's it's interesting that one person has made such a difference considering some of the other people that have left Triple eight and gone to other teams, haven't made as much gains.
2: Yes. Like, Burjo, is that what you're talking about?
0: And Campbell Little, and yep. the, these yeah, guys yep. who are at the top of their game with Triple eight and have gone there and done not a lot.
2: Yeah, I know. Well, it's just, it just comes back to car speed. you got to have car speed, and, and Ludo was in, in control of their car speed. He was the main engineer, the main philosophy of how they make speed, so he yeah, must have... I don't know. So what's he worth? Life magic. What's he worth per year as a dollar value, if that's the case? You, it's one man making honestly, a difference. You, you, I don't know. You couldn't put a number on it, could you? Well, you could. Someone yeah. is. <laughs> well, in my in my, in my argument, he's worth more than all the drivers. has yeah, to right. be. Because if you want to win, who do you go get? Mm. Makes sense. Mm. Yeah.
0: So, does that? W- would other teams look at what Ludo has done for... Triple Eight well, for DJR Team Penske and go and raid Triple Eight three more. Would they let that happen?
2: I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like, I always, I always try and look at their cars and try and think about you know what what uh, how they'd be setting up their cars, what spring they'd r- run, what roll bar they'd have, you know, how many twin springs they've got in it, and I always try and watch the practice back to try and if they go into the garage to. You know, they they see the boys working on the cars, pulling out different shock absorbers, and you know if they've got a twin spring, I always try and get as much information as I can. But then we try it, we can't get the same effect because mm. our cars might be fundamentally different to start with. So but it's just it's just the funniest sport. No one can understand it, and I always try and explain that to people, and they just uh, I'm in the sport and I don't get it. That's and I've been in it for 10 years and I still don't understand how 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 it all works and all the numbers and stuff. It's just a it's a it's just a big numbers game it's weird. yeah it's such I mean,
3: a closed formula too where like gains seem infinitely harder to get there's diminishing returns after a while absolutely and yeah. these guys are gone from effectively mid-pack yeah. you know if you look at a year on like a, a overall year mm. picture of last year a few poles and a few podiums but mostly mid-pack
2: that was at the start of the year yeah, yeah. And then, then track
1: they were nowhere at last year
3: yeah and now they're at the front doing it easy like they've mm. changed one oh. driver having a sledge down the front straight just old school <laughs> yeah but, <laughs>
0: Sandwich in the, in the <laughs> centre console. Yeah. So, all right, so speaking of teams that have gone on the R, what about teams that have gone the way back? We need to talk about Walkinshaw racing. What is going on there?
3: Well, when are we starting, though? Because I pulled out an old issue of uh, auto action from 2012. It's been happening for a while. Yeah, mm. and here's, you know, Ryan Walkinshaw going, oh, look, you know, this is an absolute low point. We've got to turn this around. It's May 2012. And where are they five years later? A bit less money because there's no holding cash, and you know that performance at Barber-Gallo was about the same. James was uh, great at Clipsal, but he always is. Always is, you know. Weird, um, isn't it? Uh, Not yeah. only
0: in Clipsal, Townsville as well. It's those big street tracks that they they can kind of nail. Yeah. But the permanent circuits.
3: Like, were they really hurt by that tazzy crash? The two cars were binged up pretty bad. JC lost his. He's in that that strange one now. <laughs> if you ask all the drivers, but uh,
0: the haunted one. The haunted. You car. know,
3: but does that. Just one crash undo their entire preseason and all this talk of setup change philosophy and l- focusing on consistency is that all all undone now that we've seen
2: one bad weekend? Well, it does. It does like make make racing going harder, especially when you've been two cars. Like you go back to the workshop, you have got two cars to fix in two weeks. Yep. And then yeah, two have cars isn't
3: four like they used to have as well. Sorry, two cars isn't the four they used to have. Like they've tried to narrow it down to yeah, but then focus you, know, you on
2: have you have four cars, you have this many people, you have two cars, you have less many people. So it's always this sort of same amount of you know percentage work, I suppose. But you go back, you fix your cars. You don't really have time to sort of build anything to try and improve. So you're kind of on the back foot from that. So that's how I reckon. If oh, that's why I'm I'm kind of blessed. I haven't crashed my car badly in a couple of years. <laughs> So we've always been trying to improve every time we go to a track. We're always thinking of, and the boys aren't like stressed out, or boys and girls, sorry, they aren't stressed out. They're just trying to, they're not trying to recover late nights and stuff. So it's just a knock-on effect. Like BJR at, at um, Tasmania had five cars. Yep. Five of them.
3: And then they roll out to Phillip Island with a few more as well. You know, they've got mm. seven racing that weekend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Know, two weeks later.
2: So I would have hated to be part of that team at that time. I would have hated it. Working in that team.
0: So, given that they're on the back foot from the from the Tassie crash and you know from Phillip Island and everything like that, are we expecting any gains from them at you know at Winton, whether it's just their test track and everything else, or are they are we
2: you well, know or, or are
0: we waiting until Townsville to see when they'll rebound?
2: Have they even tested there this year? We mm. haven't, it's, and it's our test track. We just haven't at any time. Mm. We've we've built a new car. We we struggled to make it to um, Eastern Creek and then we've been racing every two weeks since then, so there's actually been no time allowed in the schedule to test before the actual race there, which is kind of stupid. If if you wanted to make... If you wanted to have a one track you want to go well at, you want to go your test track, but it's it's for us it's just going to be like every other track we go to. We haven't been there for a year. It's going to be different.
0: So all your data's completely changed Well, last all?
2: year was, you know, when they re-serviced it, and it was super, super fast, and my car was fantastic there on the Sunday, but... I don't think we can learn anything from that because the tyre is different. The track's going to be fundamentally different. I think they've actually resurfaced new bits. There's a whole year of erosion being on it. Um, that that track gets well used, so you know, it. it I don't honestly. I don't haven't been there for a while.
0: So are we riding them off to Townsville, or are we, you know, going to say well, they're going to bounce back?
2: Well, no. When every time they go good, they their cars are you know the short sort of sharp corners. Mm-hmm. You know, any time they spend a long time in the corner, they they don't go as good. Um, so, you know, Winton, you know, they've got heaps of short, sharp corners. You don't really spend a long time in each in each corner, so they'll probably go all right. I don't really know. It's well, funny. I can tell you who's going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> Shell, V-Power, racing team. <laughs> Red Bull, Holden, racing team.
3: But it's funny. We saw Murph on Inside Supercars last week talk about how perhaps they're missing Tanner's experience because he's good at getting a bad car and, and absolutely wringing the neck out of it. Yeah. And he's doing that... I wouldn't say the GRM's a bad car, but, you but know, that, given their preparation and how they had to do a shakedown on the test day and everything else, he's absolutely making the most of that. Yeah, and you look at Scott Pye, right, who was brought into DJI Team Penske for his experience uh, when Ambrose left, mm. and now all of a sudden everyone's discounting that experience. That's uh, a little strange for me. I think there's something a bit bigger perhaps going on at that team where it's and there's something clearly not clicking. They
0: um, all look down. Like, morale there looks... Shot like they're all just I don't know like don't for
1: Courtney to talk like he did on the weekend something must yeah, it fundamentally be wrong
2: there and it doesn't stand in good light for the whole team if you say something bad or mm. derogatory towards the whole mm. everyone working so hard at yeah that's and why I'd try and never do it <laughs> I know but it's it, people need to show their emotion in the sport that's why we we try to make this make this podcast because you know everyone's kind of a bit too political and a bit too I like corporate, and we're trying to make the the sort of the human personality back in the sport, and I reckon that's been lost. Mm. Mm. And so when people speak their mind, I'm I'm always always for that.
0: Yeah, but you can't you can't kick the team while they're down. No, and exactly. You need yeah. to build them up yeah. and go. Come on, guys, we can do this. Let's go. Yeah, let's it's just
2: a speed bump we need to get over. Yeah, it. yeah. And I'm pretty sure they'll bounce back and they'll be good at Townsville. And then press release would say what it say in 2012 when they went well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who knows? That was so long ago now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> on the plus side, at least they have the GT win from the weekend
2: to smile about.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, that's that's, <laughs> that's something. Yeah. I, I'm not sure it's, you know, the same part team. But actually, Lewis... I it's
2: like entering Lotto and getting two numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's two bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy.
0: Woo. Don't spend it all at once. Um, Lewis, I want to talk about... i uh, touch on something that you touched on and that's Garth Tander's experience. GRM built two cars. They've been getting steadier and better and better all year. I mean, at the... On the the weekend, they both Canda finished inside the top ten for both races, and Moffat was just outside. He was eleventh and twelfth. It's got to be, you know, uh, they're progressing quite well.
3: Yeah, um, they always go back to the Volvo and the fact that all the the last three years worth of data is completely useless. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's irrelevant to them. And even when they ran the Commodore it's in twenty thirteen, yeah, well, yeah. even the the Commodore aero's changed in that yeah. time, so that's all redundant essentially. Yep. So I, I guess their strength at the moment is rocking up to a track and, and learning on the fly. They're not qualifying very well, but during a race, they're absolutely maximising it. There's a bit of experience in that. Um, yeah, we all know what Tanner's like mm. yeah, when good. it comes he's to racing. Good. He's great at overtaking. He's, he's good at the start. Yeah, he's, and I he's started next to him
2: both times, and I waved him goodbye at the start. <laughs> he seems <laughs> he to have the right him. level of aggression too. He's not, yeah, he's 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 not turfing people, but he's, nah, he's, he's letting he's them he's know he's there. he's a good there. racer. He is a very good racer back to your point, it actually goes to show how good the Volvo was mm. as a car and as a performance car. And it was probably one of the best in the field. Yeah. And how lucky Scott McLaughlin is to go from that car <laughs> to where a he is uh, now. To, ro- to another rocket. But he was winning at that GRM VF2.
3: Yes. In his defense. Sure. You know, like he, he won that, his second that, round there at the GP and then...
2: That was at the start of the year when it was all... Topsy-turvy. It was just a weird to- weird, weird time of the sport because the, the new car came and everyone was... You know, struggling to find set up and stuff, so that's why there were so many winners. There was ten different winners or something that year, except for me. <laughs> oh. You you <laughs> made up me. for lost time though. Did I? Well,
3: Wait, didn't you win that year? No. Was it a year after?
2: Actually did it. Was no, it got year after yeah, yeah, go. Go. <laughs> oh, sorry
3: Forgot I forgot all about that. Sure, change yourself. Uh, poor, poor right, I remember
2: I do remember the first <laughs> six months until uh Darwin my pedal box was kind of installed incorrectly and remember Mark suffering with the same thing this mm-hmm. year until they fix it now his pace is sort of suddenly back that happened to me for the first six rounds until Darwin and I was just doing my head in mm. trying to like understand how to break the car and stuff because people don't know like probably what's happening with Courtney right now it's probably just the pedal box that is is a little bit out that makes a big difference in your braking performance okay so like we call it hysteresis so when you get on the pedal when you when you push when you push down on the brake pressure and then you start to bleed out of it, what was happening in my old car it was putting about like thirty turns of front bias into the into the like the bleed out sort of it's called the hysteresis. I don't yep. know what that means, but so yeah, like I couldn't stop locking fronts and I couldn't that means I couldn't brake as late as everyone. I'm suffering, I'm losing time, so it's it's probably just something as something simple as that. That's a I, I, I still suffer from that a little bit in my car. You know, you 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 prefer your hysteresis to go to the rear of the car so that way. You know, you're not locking fronts and understeering. You're kind of just having a little shimmy in the back, like a little bit of rear lock, and um,
3: that's an off-the-shelf part, isn't it? Too the pedal box.
2: Uh well, yeah, it's all for the new car. It's off-the-shelf, but there's so many variables just in that. Yep. And there's so many different things you can change to make it better, and yeah. And I don't think they actually check that. Right. And some people probably make their own bias bars. With the triple eight bias bar, isn't that sort of good? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a bit of slop in it, and if you get a proper machine one or a new one. Um, you could probably make that a bit better too. There's so many bits and pieces on these cars that make finite differences that make big differences in your speed.
3: Well, it's in, in a closed formula. You know, you're finding yeah. gains wherever you can and all those ones It's, it's not really a closed of.
2: formula. It's just a same chassis, similar yeah. No. yeah. But like in the damper, you know, my bo- my boys before, um, what was the last round? Not, not Perth. Philip Island. Island. Phillip Island. No, it was before that. Tassie. Tazzy, yeah they went through 28 different variations of shim stack in, wow. the, in the damper which is like 3 or 4 days on the dyno. Mm. It's all just to find I don't know a tenth of a second. It seems to work tenths. though. Yeah man, <laughs> it does work. Well that's 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 where we're at these days. You got to spend days development and hours days weeks months years whatever just get the most out of everything, understanding what it does and how you can better it. It's
0: well, well that goes back to my point of why Team Pensky are so far ahead of everyone else in such a short space of time.
2: I oh know, it's amazing. Yeah. It is actually amazing. Mm. There's no two words that you can say to they make d- that statement any better than amazing.
1: They did have a lot of good components of that team last year, though. They, they just maybe weren't all pulling in the right direction. and Possibly. that That's something Fab said at the start of the year, that that was probably the biggest change he noticed between last year and this year that everyone was on the same page, everyone was just working in one direction. Is that not
3: drivers just having to serve other
1: drivers? You see that sometimes when one driver leaves
3: another team and they're like, oh, look, we weren't pulling in the right direction and all that. Like, it's happened at FPR before. Like, Dave, does this, is that a real thing that happens?
2: Like, how how do you mean?
3: Well, when uh, Will left FPR, yeah. you know, and you were still at the team at the yeah, time, I was still there, yeah. people were like, oh, you know, it's great that you know the team's pulling in the, in the, the same, same direction <laughs> now. And it's like... You were winning races that year with Will as well. Like, yeah, I know. is that a serve? I, I like don't know. I think people, yeah, possibly. Yeah,
2: could be a serve. Yeah. So was that a serve? At DJ, who said it? Frosty. 30. Um, I don't know. Those two had a really good, like, a f- quite fierce rivalry, but they got on. So I don't, know, I don't really know, to be honest. But it could be just. But I don't know. It's too too confusing, man. I know Fabian. All he cares about is last year he was like in the mid mid pack, and now he's at the front. So. Mm. He thinks the world's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're winning... There's, the world there's nothing is better. Yeah. Nothing yeah. better when you're going well. Oh. And there's yeah. nothing worse than you go when you're going dog s***.
0: And if you're on the other end, then it's like... I you
2: know. know. So... But now McLaughlin doesn't. Like, imagine if he came and drove an LDM car or something.
0: Well, speak He wouldn't know what hit him. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, speaking about LDM, is is their revolving driver policy at the moment good for the sport?
2: I don't think it's bad for it, per se. Okay. They... they well, they found themselves in a situation because you get to see another name on the on the sheet, <laughs> but otherwise, <laughs> it's probably not good for the team. Yeah, no, they don't have ra- consistency. They don't have the budget to run that car, you know, to its full potential at the moment. Mm-hmm. So,
3: they're in a situation where the right kind of driver wasn't available to them. So they they're making the most. Everyone got excited when you know teams start doing rolling sponsorship. So this is just the the next level. This is the rolling driver model. It's whoever rocks up with the cash that weekend gets to drive and. Would he be Itch. paying for it, though, or what? Oh, I'm sure someone's paying for that one. Crusher.
2: Crusher. <laughs> <laughs> Speed Cafe. So I'd like Monday. to change
1: my weekend highlight to the fact that Taz missed this race weekend because he had a wedding to attend. <laughs> well, normally, normally, <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah. I mean, normally it's a... Is that Yeah, uh, that's what they told James Phelps. Normally it's a footy game.
3: And you know, like, fair enough. That's, nah. it, that's his other thing. I can't know? be buggered <laughs> racing this yeah. weekend. I'll see you later. Surf school. i
2: see, I'll see yeah. you, later. <laughs> you know. I can understand his pain, though. Every time you roll out a pit lane, you're fighting for 25th. It's, beating team it sucked suck big time.
0: Is it? Will it be just demoralising, just seeing everyone else go and kind of drive off into the distance and it's going? Oh no, I got no hope.
2: It sucks for me, and I finished 14th. <laughs> and I watch like you know the triple eight cars pass you and then just pull away. It's like oh well, it wasn't meant to be. Truth be told, though, you look at that LDM car, and
3: it doesn't really matter who's in it. They're going to be around that position. So mm. if it's a different driver every round, the net result's the same. They're not really interfering with the race for the championship, are they? well, no, well unless they get lapped.
2: Yeah. They turned him around into pit lane. Yeah.
3: But that, that's it. That's that's minor. You know, I, I I got no drama with it. You know, you see it in all sorts of motorsport all the time where, you know, you need a bit of a cash injection. Someone rocks up. And That's how f- the sport is funded, though. Mm. It's, it's how just, it's revolved. Yeah, it, it's, it's always been a rich man's sport. Ca- mm. Car 3 is just the LDM wildcard. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you don't have to <laughs> go through Super 2 card. anymore. You just rock up
1: with that one. Run their car and you're good to go. And to be fair, it's not like they just wandered out onto the highway and flagged down the first person that came past. Matt Brabham has... Oh, well, he was just there. Well well, he was there. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. He was there, yeah. He's driven, he Is hasn't he driven a supercar there? before the weekend. No, he was there for the super trucks race.
3: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah he was too. Yeah. yeah.
0: So if, if they hadn't have got Brabham...
1: It was
3: going to be McConville, but well, he was crook. Okay, mm. so
0: if it's... If it's not Taz and it's not McConville and it's not Brabham who else do they b-
3: Oh well, I guess Fiore was there on that weekend. Riley was there. <laughs> yeah. Well they're, well they're all
0: contracted to Coup- other teams. A couple aren't of Kostecki
1: boys were there that
3: weekend yeah.
0: yeah. Oh. Race yeah. miles you know, for
1: a co-driver for an Enduro co-driver though. It's it would make sense like that is underneath it all an LDM uh, a triple eight built car if for example Charlie thought well Carl's here. It's a heap of heap of miles in a equivalent car. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Put but him in no, for the weekend and let's go. It's not good miles. You've got to be in a good car to get good confidence. Okay. The spot that when you're a driver, you want to be in the best car just to have the most confidence. Every time you drive out of there, you've got to drive around and come last. And would you put Yildon in that car? Would I? Probably not. No. I would want go. him to. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So... So then you spend half half the time rebuilding confidence.
0: Yeah. So Alex Rulo, first year in. Uh, there was a you know a lot of controversy at the start whether he was going to get his super license, whether he should be racing. Has he done enough this year to keep his super license so far?
3: Oh, I think so. He's not apart from the lounge turning around thing, which is as much an issue of that track design to a degree and a bit of experience. Um, he's mostly kept out of the way at Tassie. He could have had a big one. Mm. Yeah, but that, there was, but that there could was, have been a big one. <laughs> but I was there, watching that. There was no one around, so he, he kind of got away with that. But, yep. You know, he arrived on the scene at 16, but he also had two years' experience in similar cars. He'd done the Kumo series. He'd done the Dunlop series. He wasn't like Matt Brabham, for example, who had done zero laps essentially. But
0: he, but he didn't set the he didn't set the DVS alight last year.
3: Yeah, but the DVS also hasn't really provided that many top level supercar drivers as well. Like you look at the list of champions, and only Frosty's done the double. Really, yeah, that's true. Mm. You know, um, you know, th- you look at the results for the the top few guys from we'll, we'll go race seven because it's right in front of me. Scott did it. <laughs> Fabian wasn't really a DVS kind of person. Winkart, SVG, it was Mostert Frosty, was. Mostert, but mm. Davo did, yeah. did a couple of rounds, rounds. Like
0: it's just Pied did. Yeah, so yeah,
3: everyone sort of dabbled in it. But yeah,
0: he's Arguably getting away with it, I think.
3: he's just. I, I'm not seeing any major issue. I think he's kind of taking that approach to. You know, it's his first year. He's in an LDM. It's the best thing he'll get out of it is mileage and mm-hmm. learning a lot and that seems to be the approach and that's working for him.
2: Okay. Well, and like if you race DVS and then you go to main series, you do like four times as much driving. Yeah. You get Mm. 10 times more new tyres and you just get a world more, you just get a a whole lot more experience. And you, you look at someone like
3: Dale, who was a DVS champion who stepped up into the third BJR car and he was finishing in the lower half of the championship. You know, Ash Walsh is the same. He'd been in the DVS a few years.
2: Bottom half of the field, like it's, but is that, just how that it is.
0: is that more is that more the teams they've gone into or yeah. is well, it
2: yeah, it depends what you slot into. Like yeah. if Dale went and slotted into Shell V power racing team <laughs> <laughs> as I just read it. You know, he's probably one of a couple of races now and had yeah. a couple of poles. I know it's not that easy, you've got to drive it well, but man, sometimes the car's that good. You it's sometimes I've driven cars and I've been on pole and it's like it was a it was a crime if I wasn't on pole today. Mm. So for you, what do you think of Rulo? For me, honestly, I, I haven't been around him. Like, we sort of, we're at that sort of end of pit lane, so I kind of see him walk around a bit. Mate, he's, going, he's actually going a lot better than I thought. A lot, lot better. He hasn't... Do you have confidence racing around him? Like, is there a concern that he's 16 and not, fairly inexperienced? Not, not so at all. He, every, time I, every time I see him around in practice or I come on, up to him on the track, he's he's well in control and he seems to know what he's doing. Which I'm actually shot. surprised about because mm-hmm. at the start of the year I was kind of half against it, but he's been fine.
0: Well, speaking about Super Two, the, the at the Winton round is the first time the Super Twos have got some oh, no. wild How funny is it
2: going to be if like a a, uh, a DVS driver wins a race or something? Well, is it? Is it? It's it possible.
0: Absolutely true. Good bit 100%, of strategy. hundred yeah. yeah. percent possible. Because Winton in the past has there's been a lot of first time race winners at, at yep. Winton Raceway. Jack Perkins E70. Yeah. Was, did what? Jack win a race? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. One. Yeah, no, because yeah, Shane.
2: Price. Yeah. did he? Or am I? Am I? Losing no, them, mind his... where's Noonan?
1: <laughs> yeah, where's where is Aaron? V8 <laughs> <Sloop> line one
2: <laughs> talking rubbish with us. You're right.
1: Someone, someone random did win at Winton ages and ages ago. Um, oh, Jason Richards one, took a race win there. Did, did McConville take it one as well? ah uh, yeah, McComble? McComble mugged Rick at the last corner. Yeah, because <laughs> he saw a green flag. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which is perfect. Nah. But also The Mo- opportunist. You know,
0: <laughs> Moffat is one there as well in the, in the Nissan. In yep. the, it's been a lot of first-timers. But that's when they
2: had the different fuel.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah but a race win's a race win.
2: No, It is, but then the proof was in the pudding the next day when they gave them the standard fuel back and they yeah went over on the podium.
0: But, they, they you know, Winton has rewarded some first-timers. So could a DVS driver get up and win?
3: Absolutely. Uh, I think for this it's particular D V S round though, the drivers they're putting in there. we mm-hmm. We've got James Golding, who's fast. W- he's fast. He's very mm-hmm. fast. But hasn't he's not raced this year. Hasn't raced this year, correct. Exactly, yes. Uh McCauley, who's been in the DVS a few years, but yep. isn't a race winner in that category yet. Mm-hmm. Who and else then is there? and Shay Davies. Again, okay, okay. experienced in that category but not really at the front of that series just yet. He's not like Gary or Jack LeBrock or Todd Hazelwood now. So I think it's unlikely. It, I'd like to one. see
0: LeBrock do Winton. I'd like to see I him full time in the championship.
3: Mm. I think he's he's full time gig. he was going to be in Winton. He's no, doing, he's doing so he QR doing? and Darwin. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Cuz yeah. Nissan won at Darwin, remember? Yes.
2: Darwin's mad. <laughs> yeah. Darwin's mm. such a good such a good race.
0: Well, you've had good results there. Yeah,
2: yeah, but besides all that, it's just a really good really good event. Mm. Yeah, it's happy. one of the best it's, ones. Yeah, it's really good yeah. atmosphere, it's warm. It's not winter. It's not winter. Exactly. It's good that our series chases the sun, the sunner, the l- the sun.
0: So who's go- who's going to be the top Super Two wildcard at Winton?
2: Uh, if I was to put money on it, which I don't have a lot of,
3: uh, it'd probably be Golding. Okay. Even though he's a bit short on race fitness, yep. or whatever you want to call it, he's just very quick. Um, one of the reasons he picked that track is because he's done lots of laps there, and he's not going to waste a practice session. Learning the track, he'll just go in. Uh, I think the benefit for him will be having Moth and Tanner to learn off too. Mm-hmm. It's in Tanner's best interest to get Golding as quick as you know, so up to the speed as possible. Together. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. so I think so he'll go quite well.
2: how's it work? Did, did they nominate? Yeah, they? okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You can you
1: can only pick a maximum of two events that you can race. So there was as a wild card: Perth,
3: Winton, QR, Darwin. Darwin. Yep, no one. Opted to go to Perth. That's <laughs> <it's laughs> understandable. Mm. Um, I wouldn't want to, opt, opt, to go, opt to go there myself. A couple of sponsors <laughs> have picked up cars at Darwin, so they're heading there. And QR makes sense because, you know, teams test there, it's yeah. pretty simple. It's mm. You know, it should should
2: go well there, I and think. And they can get good results there. Yep.
0: Mm. So if this well, if, if this wildcard program goes well, should we expand it to more tracks next year?
3: Well, you've got to tie it in with the Super 2 calendar. Sure. So they've already had a pretty rough start to the year. They've yep. had the two-week turnarounds you know, between Tassie and, Tassi and PI. Yeah, but they have also running off smaller budgets and s- their smaller outfits and second-hand cars and the like. So this kind of fills that gap for the drivers that are ready to step up. And that's why there's... a good initiative. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's a great yeah. one. It kind of bridges that gap. Um, and they've got the non-championship race at Bathurst too, again. So they've got it seven championship rounds, one non-championship, and then potential for two more races. That's 10 weekends for a driver. You look at Matt White Motorsport and they've actually split their wild cards over three because mm-hmm. they've got two drivers. So that's 11 weekends for that team, which is yep. a, a a pretty big increase. It's better
2: than their six. Yeah, exactly. They so six rounds? It's seven, seven normally.
3: So, yeah. so it, yeah, I think it's a great thing. Um, <laughs> where would you expand it to beyond that? I'm not quite sure. Sydney Motorsport Park's a good one, but yeah. I think Super is
1: already there.
0: Right. That's it. So if they
1: start rotating the, the venues for Super 2 and I guess... Open, would potentially, if you take the Super 2 round away from Philip Island, move that somewhere else for one year, that opens up an opportunity for drivers to gain experience in the main game there, have a few wild cards. I think that's a pretty solid option.
2: I think you could probably expand it for drivers two rather mm. than just have two. Mm. You know, just combine all the grids and just we go racing with 50 cars 50 on the ca- grid. Bathurst. It'd oh. <laughs> <laughs> be a lot, lot of it's bad enough as it is.
0: You go, you You'd be round Cob Corner.
3: <laughs> but most laps led would be safety car. Mm. Every race because I mean of that. Awesome. That's
2: but what yeah. we need. We need more safety cars. There wasn't one you, on the weekend. What do, kind of of yeah.
3: what do you think of the Super 2? Do you think, you know, as a driver, again, is there a concern there? Or do you think it's great that these young guys are getting a
2: chance to kind of go up against the, the regulars? It's, it's awesome. I wish they had that when I was doing DVS because I probably would have tried to do it. Mm-hmm. But back then it was kind of a bit different, but... Yeah, these cars, you know, if you provide, you got the same car they, these days. There's, everyone's got like a top level car from a top level team, and it's kind of maintained really well. And it's that's why the that's why the category's so close these days. Mm-hmm. But like, even if, even if you looked, say, five or six years ago, it wasn't this close, was it? No, no. It was there was there was still a lot more. There was
0: the has and has been's. Mm-hmm. This,
2: but there was there was still uh, teams making their own cars, and these days there's, you know it's a common sort of chassis but everyone buys parts off each other Mm -hmm. so you know the the category is just it's so strong it's so hard what a depth of talent in that field as well
1: and especially having a good yardstick in in Super 2 well in Super 2 yeah Especially with a yardstick like Paul Dumbrell, you know the sort of quality of driver that's racing around that he is. Yeah. So if you can beat Paul Dumbrell on any given weekend, clearly you, you must you, be a bit all right. Yeah, you look at Todd Hazelwood who's doing that this year for the first time. That's that's pretty awesome. impressive. Yeah, he's, he's doing, doing a great really job. Good.
3: Whereas before he might not have been considered for a co-drive because he wasn't doing that. Yeah. But now he's absolutely in the window. He's probably missed that this year potentially given yeah, the definitely. timing, which is a real shame. Is there mm. any seats available? Ah. Uh, there's a super dumb Braille wildcard, probably. He's there? <laughs> um, <laughs> the who knows? Alongside Alex Rulo. But yeah, like he's, he's doing a good enough job, and, and that's the value of having, yeah, as you said, PD there. Mm. And he'll go great at QR2. It's his local track. Uh, the team will test there beforehand. Matt Stone Racing seem to know what they're doing, so mm. he'll be one to watch at that round.
0: I think the D V S or Super Two this year is kind of harked back to that because it, it's so competitive. I mean everyone looks back at that golden year of twenty twelve where we had, you know, McLaughlin, Pi, you know, all those guys competing at Perk the top cap, level. Exactly. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, all that those guys cool, yeah. slugging out and they're all in the all in the main game. Yeah. And I think this year's Super Two is, is as competitive as that.
3: Yeah, uh, you look at Jack LeBrock again, I think he's good enough for a mm. main game seat at the moment. Yeah. Um, well good enough, definitely. Mm. Yeah, he's you know, that, that Nissan's probably not the best or not the fastest Super 2 car out there, given, you know, it's the team's first year with it and, and everything else that they're trying to learn. But he's still winning races and he's still doing a good enough job. Um, yeah, we've mentioned Hazelwood before. Jacobson won the series last year. He's, he's very quick at times.
0: Well, I, I think the thing that LeBrock's got to watch out for is that if he keeps winning in Super 2, he'll have more wins than the Ultima in the main game. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You can tell a team's uh, having a bad it's not weekend. Not apples for apples, though, really. Yeah, yeah I know, it's but just not. I think it was the Nissan press release at Tassie, where the lead was yes. Nissan makes history at Philip at, at Simmons Plains, and it was LeBrock's Super Two win. Nothing that happened in the main series, and
1: not
2: factually accurate,
3: know, <laughs> true, but it kind of said a lot about that weekend.
2: But I love that weekend. That was a that was a good weekend. If they not gave points not...
3: for the <laughs> Saturday race, it would have been really really good, right?
2: Oh yeah, the the, the Philip Island race, I mean.
3: Oh right. Oh, that was cool oh yeah, because
2: there was so much shit going on. There was just dramas, and that's what I like about the sport. The the more chaos it is, the better it is as a spectacle. Do you
3: like those kind of races that are a bit different, where you've got to think your way through? Like, you look at Chaz and Frosty. Absolutely, yeah. Where they had to, you know, change the angles of the corner, re-engineer the cars. Absolutely.
2: That's just, that's why we go race. That's why I enjoy it. It's yeah, just, it's, it's just not just flat out, like that's Speedway. Flat out, and then it's just, oh, where do you qualify is where you finish. Yep, It's nothing like that. It was a an actual race where you had to strategize, you had to think, you had to do a lot of planning, where normally it's just a... Just a sprint race to the end. You're on qualifying laps, but that one you actually had to think about what was going on, how you're looking after your tyre. It was kind of cool. And the length of the race helped too. Well, I reckon it did. Yeah, definitely. That's the first time we've done a 250k race around there. and It was it was actually fun. It was actually it was cool. Yep. If my car didn't flag out on on the Saturday and we break a gearbox, I thought we could have had another good result because so we still didn't blow a tyre all weekend. Mm we're probably one of the only teams that didn't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And Spot GRM, up. yeah.
0: So what's a pass for you this year? When you look at your season, if you go, you know, if you're in the top 10 at the end of the year, do you go, that's been a good year? Well, or what? Yeah, do you
2: that, absolutely. If, you know, my, my goal was to, to finish in the top 10, but even though I'd prefer to be in the sort of top eight, mm-hmm. top 10s, you know, that's a fair step forward from where we were last year. When we, when we look at my sort of season this year, you know, when we do a really good job in qualifying, we're sort of fifth or sixth. If we do a bad job, we're 11th or 12th. Mm-hmm. We're sort of playing within that sort of six-spot grid. I know there's a few cars up the front that are very, very hard to beat. So we're sort of operating in the sort of 5th to 12th window.
0: And what's the difference in... Is there a difference in car between yours and Dale's? Or are you... Well, da- are d- I've, Dale's got my old chassis from last year, which yep. is
2: the Walk and Short chassis, and we've built a new car this year. That's the only difference. Everything else is the same. Is it helping having...
3: That second car, a bit more in house too. I know, yeah, like last absolutely. year, you had two cars, but really, it was
2: the focus was we on you. We had a rotating driver system, and yeah, and but it's, it's not it's not good for continuity or even for the crew. Yep, it sucks. It really does.
3: But in terms of that, you remember when Penske did the whole one car for one year thing to focus on that and and tool up. I guess in a way, you guys were pretty similar. So, do you think that benefit is kind of what we have seeing a lot of that now?
2: Um, well, like I think the I think our our team would they would have preferred to do the one car last year and then expanded two cars this year but th- this year it's been really good like Dale's not not only he's a good good driver but he's fun to be around and it, it makes racing enjoyable mm-hmm. you know we have a good laugh off the track and you kind of go to the you got looking forward to going every weekend because it's I know it's a high-pressure job but we we have a good time we have a we have a ball racing it sounds stupid but we have a good time it's, it's, it's interesting sense, in a way sense. makes perfect sense yeah I know, but it's, it's normally not like that because it's normally like it's your job and you know, you got to be there to win and try so hard, and you, you kind of lose sight of the actual fun aspect of it. And when there's a driver there you get along with really well, and you have the same kind of personality, that we, yeah, we have a, we have an absolute ball. So we, you look at
3: we spoke about Walkinshaw before. You've got an old Walkinshaw car at the team. Uh, Alistair McVeigh an old Walkinshaw employee. Yep. I guess a lot of the stuff you guys, you know, picked up last year would have been derived from that Walkinshaw thing. It's it's kind of fascinating that you guys are on doing the ascendancy okay. yeah. yeah and you've kind of built upon that whereas there where they are now um
2: what is it that you guys are doing different Well we we took that car at the start of last year and like we just had no like we were struggling to make it every race and we was just nowhere like it just sucked it really did suck but then uh we started to implement our own components so we you know different roll bars towards the end of the year we had different uprights a different damping system and that fundamentally changed the entire setup of the car, and then Al came on board and and just added another element to it, and he was he's probably the best engineer I've ever worked with, and I've worked with a lot of good engineers. Mm. He is so smart, and you know we're still we're still kind of behind the eight ball because we don't really build anything there. we try and outsource everything to get built, and then you know racing every two weeks we haven't had time to sort of put in the car um, or they don't fit Or they mm. don't fit yeah. <laughs> We got them to fit on the weekend, but Perfect. we didn't actually use them because <laughs> it, w- w- it threw the balance out too much. Um, so what, what are we doing differently? I don't really know. We're just keeping it simple. We're not... We're kind of just evolve, slowly evolving our car for... We're not trying to do big wholesale changes and just come up with, like, a whole new plan of attack, which most of the time doesn't work. We did that at the Grand Prix. The first the first uh, race, we went for our standard setup, and we finished sixth. And then the next qualifying... Well, sorry, the next race, we... Went for a, like a, just a weird swing at it because that's a weekend where you can do it. And then I was like back in fifteenth, and then yep. the next day we went for a small evolution of our first setup, and I finished like ninth or eighth or something, which was really good. And then the next day we went for a wild swing, and it was nowhere again. So we kind of know where we are, well, where, where we are within our window, and we're just slowly evolving. We just missed the setup a little bit on the weekend, and that was a little bit disappointing. And I got a five-rud swap so penalty for being a dickhead that. <laughs> and the other thing I guess yeah. for you guys is not bidding cars. Yeah, exactly. We haven't had much damage at all this weekend, so or can, even last year. You can focus on making Improvement, them better and giving the giving the team a rest and which is the best thing. Mm. I hate crunching crashing cars and making the team work ba- work late and stuff and I'd like to help them but I'm just I am the most unqualified person in the team. You can buy beers. Hey? you can buy beers right I can do that yeah. but then while I'm working on my car drunk <laughs> true because they lead a bleed nipple off I'm heading into the fence you a cooked, million yeah. now valid you can make coffee then I can I can do good milos too <laughs>
0: So you mentioned before how having a good teammate like Dale is, is good for morale and confidence. At Phil Payland, we saw in the press conference you and Mostert and Frosty. I know, yeah. And you all looked like you had still had a good yeah, a good, a good, good relationship. Yeah, 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 for
2: sure, yeah. It was kind of funny because that was the, the one, two, three we never mm. got when we had the best cars in the field and, <laughs> and racing for the championship. So <laughs> yeah. it wasn't that funny. I had to go to a different team to join them on mm. the podium. Yeah, it was really cool. It was, it was yeah, kind of funny.
0: So, is there anyone that you don't get along with in the paddock?
2: Um, I kind, I kind of, I get along with everyone. There's some people I'd maybe disassociate with. Mm-hmm. Not through, I don't know. I don't. I just kind of like everyone. Okay. I'm. I don't know. Even at, even when I was growing up at school, I, I liked everyone in my class. I'm just that sort of person. Mm-hmm. And this is just another class. Is there someone who tests your
3: patience? <laughs> is there someone no. who tests
2: your patience, or you just? Uh, if they start going at you you just can't be can't be arsed with like I, I kind of get on with everyone Shane's Shane's a bit funny to get on with um, especially on the track he in practice he always tries to f*** you over and just play games and stuff and you know if Betty said if he does that just crash into him make a point <laughs> of it so fair enough yeah fair enough mm-hmm. if you want to play games Ace eh, so I'll bring my gun <laughs> which is my car well, you owe him one too, don't you? I do. Oh. I do owe him one. But I've, I've forgot all that. You know, he was... We haven't. We'll remind you. I, yeah, I, regularly. Yeah. Honestly. Every but year we to still me. Everyone comes up and goes, you still owe him one for that time? And I'm like, yeah, I do. But you got I've got to have a fast enough car to catch him to do it to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? well, you're just building up interest, right? <laughs> yeah. Interest. That's a good one. Yeah. Compounding interest.
0: So... <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> honestly,
2: I get, on, I get on with everyone. Like, you know, I've had good relationships with most people in pit lane. And mm-hmm. you know, I the problem is there's only 26 of us so it's not like football where there's 1200 of you you know you can sort of float around in circles and stuff but there are kind of little clicks within each in every group
0: mm-hmm.
2: but um, yeah I'll get on with everyone it's just I've probably said that too many times <laughs> <laughs> it just it just makes my my life easier it's just yeah. when you like someone it makes your life easier. if you hate someone it takes a lot out of you to sort of avoid them yeah. and it's, it's easier to go strike a conversation with someone than it isn't
0: yeah yeah. Uh, I that's, think
2: That's not racing. That's l- life advice. <laughs> <laughs> from Dave. Yeah, from me. <laughs> so if, if there's one guy in the paddock you don't like, then who's the most interesting person we don't know about? Um, who's the most interesting person? I don't know. There's heaps of interesting people. Everyone's got, like, I see people when they talk on, I see all the drivers, I I play back all the stuff, and I watch them on camera. I'm like, that's not him. He's full of <laughs> shit. He's portraying to be someone that he's not. Mm. And that's, like, I I actually find, like, um, you know, Dale's obviously very, very interesting, and i get on with the Caruso's very interesting. Um, even up to an extent, is very, very interesting. You know, McLaughlin's very interesting. You know, everyone's got really cool personalities that they need to sort of step up and show. Mm. And it's hard. I, I know it's hard because you you got sponsors behind you and there's a couple of million dollars getting funded in the team, and if you, you swear people don't like that, but everyone... Everyone I've met in my life swears at mm. some point and talks normal. And it's interest in the sport, isn't it? It is, yeah. This is and generating it, more interest and this
1: what is what I'd like to do. Mm. That's it. That's how you connect with your audience. You show yourself to be
2: human. A real person, relatable. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm from or Donga. <laughs> that's where I grew up. I didn't grow up in a big city or I don't know.
0: Who was your goose of the weekend?
2: Uh, the goose of the weekend is me. Always is. Five grid spots. Five grid spot penalty. Did Simona's the goose too. too. Yeah, yeah mine <laughs> was way worse though, I think. Really? Because mine's my teammate. Yeah. yeah. And I just remember, <laughs> I'm dry, I'm warming up my tyres, warming up my tyres, and then Dale like, scoots past down the inside on the grass, nearly hitting the fence. I'm like, did I think I just ruined his lap? And then they go on the radio and go, oh, you might want to let Dale through, he's on a fast lap. I'm like, it's too late, boys. <laughs> I think I've ruined it already. <laughs> and then my next, because then I was cycling around for my lap, I felt so bad. I did such a shit job of my first lap in qualifying. It was like a it was like 56-1 or something when the pace was like 54-7. That guilt costs you oh, half a second it a does, It honestly does. Emotion ruins you. I felt so bad. I felt so bad. Yeah. Yeah, me and Simona did the same thing. So we're, you know, double gooses. We're geese. 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 Yeah. geese of the weekend. A flock. A flock. <laughs> A, a, uh, is it a gaggle? Yeah. gaggle of geese? Ga- a gaggle of geese. There you go. I learnt something at school.
0: There you go. Lewis?
2: Uh, I'm going to go a bit obscure
3: and give it to Todd Kelly. Oh. Yeah, why? Why uh,
0: me, Todd Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> why,
3: why, why? Um, Say what you like. He's on a jet ski. He won't hear you. Correct. Is I he? think that's the most ridiculous thing and, and the most amazing thing. What? Having the audacity to ride a jet ski from Melbourne to Tasmania and back.
2: Is he doing that? 100%. Yeah, he's 100%. doing I'd, that. Dead well, I think it
3: was delayed yesterday for weather reasons, yeah. mm. and it's been delayed a few times, but that's just something he wants to do. I think that's Ludicrous. amazing, and yeah, ridiculous. Is that 100% doing that? Yeah. It is. There's there's a photo. We'll if show you go to after boat podcasting. sales, or car sales, <laughs> or sales, <laughs> <jet-sales. jet-sales>. <laughs> it's a story. Uh, so yeah, he's my I goose of the weekend, just because that's mm. off the charts. Not many team bosses do that kind of stuff, oh, but I admire him a lot for it.
0: And yeah, that's cool. Could Nissan be looking for a new driver for the next round?
2: JLB coming yeah, down. There yeah, There you go. He might get his wild cut after <laughs> all. You reckon he's gonna get attacked by a shark? Well, this jaws. <laughs>
0: have you have you seen the city in a Hobart? That's it's
2: I have. Yeah, <laughs> <a> bit scary. <laughs>
0: I'm doing that on a jet ski. That's completely mad.
1: I'd love to have been in the boardroom at Nissan or phone call or wherever it was when it was brought up. Uh, by the way, guys, I'm, I'm
0: going I want to do this. <laughs> yeah. How long would that take?
1: That's.
3: He's got to go overnight. He's got to stop at one of the islands. Was it King Island, I think? King yeah, I Got think, to get yeah. some petrol. Cool. Some get cheese. some E85. One stop strategy. And then, uh, yeah, head down to Burnie or Devonport, I guess. Oh, and, wow. and swing back <laughs> Is to Melbourne. Have a welcoming parade?
2: Welcoming parade. Oh, Rick, Rick might be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four ultimas. <laughs> and, and
0: Caruso, the little fella.
2: <laughs> I love Caruso. It's so funny when he's behind you because you see him like. Because he's little. Yep. You always. <laughs> Under <laughs> the booster seat. Yeah, well, like it looks like he's kind of looking up with his head tilted back, trying to see over the steering wheel. Have you seen his gear shift driving? Yeah, he's still got the fastest gear shift in pit lane. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's uh, funny. It sort of it, it, it's it fits perfectly with his personality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel bad on
0: Caruso because I went into the garage the other day and they've got Simona's helmet in the on their rack in the bottom, and then Caruso's on top.
2: Yeah, that's bad, bad. Are they bad are they trying to like slam yeah. yeah,
0: I thought he he would have arced up by now. Maybe he's got a little couple of steps to, yeah. to grab it. <laughs> Uh, Apparently, well,
2: he's the funniest on the radio.
0: Well, uh, uh, I know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the funniest? Oh, actually,
1: Crusoe and his race engineer, Stephen Todd are usually a pretty good dynamic duo over the radio. They're always entertaining to listen to. Um, my personal favourite to listen to on the radio, though, is Todd. Really? Why? Because he actually sounds like he's doing 300 kilometres an hour. All <laughs> the rest of you guys sound
2: like he's uh, calm, really? sitting in an armchair I'd somewhere. i never say anything. I'm real quiet. Too busy, man. <laughs> Too busy to talk to someone. Yeah. Get out of my
0: ear. Alright, well, on that note, thank you, boys. Thank you all for the week. Hopefully, we uh, get another go and we uh, will do this after yeah. the next round in winter.
2: Happy days. <laughs>